Good evening. A Puritan's Mind brings you the old-time radio program, the Wild Boar News Podcast from sunny South Florida. Welcome. I'm Dr. Matthew McMahon. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's about time. This week, the movie Superman Returns hits the movie theaters. The Man of Steel returns in much the same format as the previous first two movies in the 80s, but with super special effects. The storyline was much like the initial Star Trek movie that, for its time, was about reuniting the actors and housing some of the latest technology. Superman Returns is much the same. It reunites the characters and wows the audience with cutting-edge special effects that will leave you breathless. It's not intellectually deep and does not have a super compelling storyline. It really is simply bringing into light a great superhero to a new generation that doesn't want to watch the campy special effects of the 80s. I think compelling storylines on Superman will hold out for the next two movies they intend to make. Enter New Man Magazine. They boast that they are America's number one magazine for Christian men. Its May-June cover proudly displays a picture of none other than the Man of Steel. Why? Well, their main headline article is called, quote, The Gospel According to the Man of Steel, end quote, by Stephen Skelton, President of Entertainment Ministries. No comment there at this time. It's subtitled, quote, Look, up on the silver screen, it's Superman in one of the biggest films of 2006. The Man of Steel reflects the real Superman, Jesus. So why not use Superman Returns to witness to friends and family this summer? End quote. I'll tell you why. It's not the Bible. The church has this compelling need to use special effects and trendy means to try and make the gospel more appealing. It's why Skelton is president of Entertainment Ministries. That goal that they have is to use, quote, today's entertainment media to reveal spiritual truth, end quote. And I thought we were to use the Bible. In any case, the article goes on to compare the various nuances that Superman and Super Jesus have in common. They both have L in their name. Superman's parents were modeled after Mary and Joseph. Superman's arch-enemy is named Lex Luthor, suspiciously sounding like Lucifer. Well, I, I guess if you say it fast enough. Superman gets his power from the sun, S-U-N, where Jesus is the sun, S-O-N. Okay. Both Superman and Christ possess superhuman strength, one physical and one spiritual. Superman has X-ray vision, and nothing is hidden from Christ's sight. Superman flies up, up, and away and Christ ascended into heaven, up, up, and away. Do I need to continue? Where do these people get this stuff? I guess from the homosexual director Brian Singer, who said, quote, Superman is the Jesus Christ of superheroes, end quote. No, friends, Superman is not the gospel, and there is no gospel according to Superman. Jesus Christ does not need any help from America's number one Christian men magazine in order to make himself more appealing to people who hate him. What we don't find in the article is anything about forgiveness, sin, repentance, hell, justification, or any real Christian gospel truth that matters to souls. 
It was simply a fun article to write, I guess. It is unfortunate but true. The modern 21st century church is much like the movies today. Little substance, but with great special effects. This is Dr. Matthew McMahon signing off. Good night then until this same time next week. This Reformation audio track is a production of Stillwater's Revival Books. SWRB makes thousands of classic Reformation resources available, free and for sale, in audio, video, and printed formats. Our many free resources, as well as our complete mail-order catalog, containing thousands of classic and contemporary Puritan and Reform books, tapes, and videos at great discounts, is on the web at www.swrb.com. We can also be reached by email at swrb at swrb.com, by phone at 780-450-3730, by fax at 780-468-1096, or by mail at 4710-37A Avenue, Edmonton, that's E-D-M-O-N-T-O-N, Alberta, abbreviated capital A, capital B, Canada, T6L3T5. You may also request a free printed catalog. And remember that John Calvin, in defending the Reformation's regulative principle of worship, or what is sometimes called the scriptural law of worship, commenting on the words of God, which I commanded them not, neither came into my heart, from his commentary on Jeremiah 7.31, writes, God here cuts off from men every occasion for making evasions, since he condemns by this one phrase, I have not commanded them, whatever the Jews devised. There is then no other argument needed to condemn superstitions than that they are not commanded by God. For when men allow themselves to worship God according to their own fancies, and attend not to his commands, they pervert true religion. And if this principle is adopted by the papists, all those fictitious modes of worship in which they absurdly exercise themselves would fall to the ground. It is indeed a horrible thing for the papists to seek to discharge their duties towards God by performing their own superstitions. There is an immense number of them, as it is well known, and as it manifestly appears. Were they to admit this principle, that we cannot rightly worship God except by obeying his word, they would be delivered from their deep abyss of error. The prophet's words, then, are very important when he says that God had commanded no such thing and that it never came to his mind, as though he had said that men assume too much wisdom when they devise what he never required, nay, what he never knew.